Welcome to Russell Mackia. I'm Russell. I'm Mackenzie. So today we watched two episodes of Raw. It was, what, January 25th, 1993, and what was the other one? The other one was... Sorry. February 1st, 1993. Yeah, that's what I thought. I knew it was like the beginning of February. I just couldn't remember what day. Yeah, so this was the first episode we watched after the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Big event last week. Yeah. Um, But this episode, like all the other Raw so far, just starts off with the really, really loud sirens. Yeah. Just so obnoxious. Why? I I think I'm getting used to them. I can't wait until they stop. I don't know when that's going to happen. I feel like they probably go on for a while. Yeah, probably. I would say... Yeah, I'm gonna let's take a bet. I'm gonna say 1995 is when they stop. Oh man, I was gonna say even farther out than that. I was gonna uh, say like 98. Okay. Oh. Okay. I don't know. All right. It just seems like an like oh we love the loud noises 90s crazy. <laughs> I could see I could see them just sticking to it and just being like we're gonna keep it forever. Right. But it it starts with the outside guy, which we have since learned his name um sean mooney is the outside yeah. reporter and he's always outside yeah at all times at night in new york city yeah just yeah. outside um he's outside with repo man yeah because repo man where else better for him to be than outside where yeah. things are to repossess um he says he's going to repossess randy's career today randy savage's career well he pulls up in a tow truck oh yeah because he has um bob bartlett's car. yeah yeah that's the car that you know from a guy's like, couple of the last now. raw yeah we did that, that was the car that he was taking but like something i noticed is he wasn't even driving the tow truck like somebody else was i did not notice yeah because so, he gets off and he gets her off right onto the sidewalk Oh, that's so good. So that means, like, Re- Repo Man probably has a secret accomplice, is what I'm proposing. Oh, he might. But yeah, he, he said, he showed up in the repossessed car, and he yeah. said he was going to repossess Randy Savage's career. Yeah. Because that is the first match of the night tonight. Um, but as always-ish, I guess, we have the three announcers. We have Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Bobby Heenan, I guess, yeah. is just back. Okay. As the announcer. We're just not going to talk about it? Never talk about it ever okay. again. Probably not. He's back. Okay. And Bob Bartlett. Okay. Um, but Batch One of the Night is Repo Man versus Randy Savage. We've been long awaiting this. Yeah. I was actually really excited for this because they didn't really get to spend much time at the Royal Rumble fighting each other. No. And I don't know. Like, the, the character idea of Repo Man just sounds crazy and fun. But, like, once you get to, like, the actual wrestling, it's like, oh, you can't really transfer that bit too much into, like, an actual wrestling match. Right. Well, he comes out with, like, a rope thing. Yeah, I don't know what that was. He never used it for anything. I think it's supposed to be like a toe winch, because it had like a hook on it. He did have Randy's hat though, that he stole earlier. Yeah. And that stayed on top of like the steel post. Yeah, yeah. He wore it into the ring and everything, and it was... Yeah, so... It was a good bit. So I think Repo Man, I think he might... He came in first, and then Mm -hmm. Randy Savage came in. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, Randy Savage. He's obviously mad, so he yeah. starts just like beating down on yeah. Superman immediately. Yeah, before the ring, the bell even rings, right? I'm pretty sure, probably. Yeah. That happens a lot. Oh, and I don't know. Okay, I know we were going to talk about like we have things written down, yeah. but in here, I don't know if he said this or if we just said this, but okay. I put down he's going to snap him like a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. <laughs> Did he say or that? no, I think it was an announcer or a commentator. Said okay, it. maybe. Yeah. But yeah, he. Randy mad, and you know he does a Slim Jim mad, so yeah. he's gonna snap Rupert Man like a Slim Jim. 
Um, but yeah, Randy is like suffocating Rupert Man, it looks like at one point. Oh, yes. Uh, and there's like, I think another point, like it just looks like he just was holding his hand over his mouth as well. Yeah, like he, he does not want that man to be around. No. <laughs> He's so mad about his hat. Which is great because this is the time period of like all of those wrestlers, like coming and paying their dues to the IRS like in the real world so like it's just funny that this guy is like oh you balled out too hard like 10 years ago right and there also is that IRS guy yeah the, and then yeah there is an actual Irwin, yeah. something something our shyster um, yeah but Reaper Man I mean he fights back pretty good he throws Randy out of the ring I think a couple times throughout the match yeah um but Randy gets back up. And one of the comments that was made was that Rupert Man was wearing a flesh-colored beanie. <laughs> yeah, because he's think, bald or whatever. But he, he's, like, balding. Yeah. There's, like, he still has, like, I'd say, well, like, 80% of his hair. I wouldn't say 80. Like I'd 75. say... 75. It's, like, receding. Yeah, but it was... It's enough to where you can, yeah, you know, imagine they, a little hat. Yeah, said he was wearing a flesh-colored beanie, and that just took me out. <laughs> Um, and one thing we noted, we love the stairs. That's like the best character in WWE, yes. the aluminum stairs. Steel stairs. Are they steel? I think they're supposed to be steel. But like back in this time, we noticed that they were just wooden. Yeah, so they're that's just another wooden. thing. We're like, when are they going to change them to the metal stairs we've come to know and love? Yeah, um, yeah. especially in the modern, it's like we always say our two favorite characters in WWE is the announcer table and, and the, the stairs. steel stairs. It's so. great. But yeah, Reefa Man throws Randy around. He throws him into the pole. Um, they kind of go back and forth for a little bit. Like, they were both yeah. getting some pretty good hits in. Yeah, it was a pretty long match, from it what was. I remember. Because, for- like, it was a match we were all anticipating, but yeah. I don't, it wasn't, like, main event of the night. No. Right? And, but it was I'm, a good opener. And, like, let's be honest, Repo Man's never going to be the main event. He should be. Yeah, I mean, he should be. He, but... has, a, he has the best bit so far, Okay. Well, so... There is or was a uh, award ceremonies for wrestlers, and oh, one man. of them was Bit of the Year because Macho Man Randy Savage actually won it like five years in a row. What even is his actual bit? I mean, we can we'll get into it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well. Um, but at one point, Repo Man yells at someone in the audience. He just tells them to shut his mouth. Yeah. I'm like, bro, get back in the ring. Well, you know, he's probably gonna repossess whatever. Uh, probably. But Randy was getting, like, beat down. It was yeah. not looking that good for him, honestly, for a hot minute. And I was getting a little worried, because he needs to get his hat back. But Randy ended up clotheslining Rupa Man, picked him up, threw him around. Mm-hmm. He got up on the ropes, jumped on Repo, pinned mm-hmm. him, won. He actually did his elbow. Which, oh, is that a Yeah, that's a, oh, that's his, like, finisher. Oh, yeah. nice. Like, when he does that, that's over. Most importantly, he got his hat back. He did get his hat back. And this is very exciting. Did not match his outfit that he was wearing. It did not. Yeah. He didn't come in with a matching one, I don't think. Probably would have mm. ruined the bit. Yeah. <laughs> but we decided to do the deep dive on Randy yep. Savage this week. So yep. take it away, Russell. So I did a lot of research on uh, Randy Savage. And again, we're keeping this in storyline, not the actual man. Um, and I actually decided to cut it off at certain points. So we're going to start in the year 1985. Now at this point, Randy Savage has already been a wrestler, but that's when he comes into the WWF. Um, he comes in and it's very explosive and there's actually immediately on, um, in wrestling where all the managers are fighting each other over who's going to be, you know, Randy Savage's manager. Uh, they included Bobby Heenan, uh, Jimmy Hart, even Mr. Fuji tried to, 
get Randy Who Savage. Who is that? That is Yokozuna's okay. manager, right? Um, eventually, Randy declines everybody and decides that Miss Elizabeth is going to be his manager. Um, so, this is around the time where he starts getting crazed. And that was basically an unexplained reason of his like weirdness that he's got with the aggression, but he took it out on Miss Elizabeth. Oh no. He was very terrible to her. No. Yeah. I didn't read too much into it cause I was getting really bummed out. Yeah. But his whole bit was he's a crazed man who's very mean to Miss Elizabeth. No, it's not a good bit. So he starts off as a bad guy. Damn. Like he just starts off as a bad guy. Um, it's kind of unclear to me if he is a good guy or bad guy at uh, this point. So he so. would also, at this time, just start threatening people if they looked at Miss Elizabeth for too long. And that's pretty much what leads his character development for many years. So he just kind of falls in and out of feuds with people. Um, and then he, after many years, he starts developing his like style of like the you know, the flair that he has. Yeah. like um, The brightness. Right. So, in 1987, he, like, calms down on being mean to Miss Elizabeth. As he should. Uh, I think from, like, fan reaction. Uh, he even, like, somehow, like, kind of gets in a tag team with Hulk Hogan. And they become a tag team known as the Mega Powers. I can definitely picture that. Right. And they it starts a really strong friendship between the two. Um, so much so, like, Miss Elizabeth even becomes Hulk's manager. Uh-oh. Oh, you put a pin in that but <laughs> that comes back up um, and, and things are going good he becomes a good guy um, and then the first Survivor Series happens and he's even the team captain for like the good guys oh cool yeah um, and it was the first ones to the beef that's between the two teams is defending Miss Elizabeth's honor oh my god right and so it's kind of like a good way to make up for his like you know All couple years of ter- yeah. awfulness that's good I guess yep so, um, in 1988, he actually even wins the world heavyweight, uh, title. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so his popularity goes high. Um, but due to like a series of events that happened in 1989, where he falls in and out of several feuds with people, um, him and Hulk Hogan almost start getting beef. They're over, buddies. Yeah. Over Miss Elizabeth. And that at this point, uh, Savage fires Miss Elizabeth. Oh no! And she goes to Hulk, and he picks up Sensational Sherry as his oh, manager. Oh no, not her! Yes. Yeah, and he goes back to being a bad guy, like almost immediately. Sherry it's, seems like she can do that. She to a man. seems like she can make a good man bad. Right? Okay. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> like, not the other way around. Like no, one. <laughs> no. She said instead of you know the trope of a woman trying to fix a man, she's like, I can tear him down. Right? Like, oh my god. And it, and it's like I said, he starts like attacking people. Like they team up on people together. They even do like mixed team matches. Like, yeah. Him and Sherry. Yeah. Um. There. There's noted at one point it was Hulk and Miss Elizabeth versus him and Sherry. Yeah. Doesn't go well. So he again just feuds with a lot of people. Ends up feuding with this one guy called the Warrior. Um. Classic wrestler. Face paint. You know, mm-hmm. has a lot of tassels, right? As everyone did. And as everyone did. So they end up feuding for a while, and it gets pretty serious. And it's over the belt, you know, as it goes. Um, 
But basically, uh, Savage loses very badly out of WrestleMania to the Warrior. And then he him and Sherry run off. And then they decide they're going to attack the Warrior. And through something that happens, Sherry ends up turning on Savage. Oh, no. And starts beating him for being pathetic, I guess. Good and, for her. But Miss Elizabeth's watching in the audience and doesn't like it. So she jumps in and beats up Sherry. The drama. Yeah, on TV. It's wild. Um, so they their fire gets reconnected. They get married on TV. I can't wait to start seeing different weddings that happen on there. And I don't think it was the first wedding, but nothing bad happens. So, like, you know how they always, every, you know, wrestling wedding, something bad happens? Not this one. It's like the Well, they were together in real life, too, right? Yes. So, in real life, they get married at this point. Um, So, uh, the... I've, the big part that I miss is the fight that he had with the Warrior was one of those career-ending matches. So at this point, technically, Randy Savage is not allowed to wrestle anymore. He has no career. But due to a series of events, the Warrior gets fired. And so because of weird technicalities, they said that he can finish out his contract. So like he finishes up the year of wrestling. And then he kind of like is there. But he's not allowed to wrestle, so people will spend their time trying to goad him into breaking his, like, rules or whatever. And then, through a bunch of fans kind of, like, basically begging the um, guy who was running the WWF at the time, Mm -hmm. they reinstate him, but it's on, like, a limited basis. So, cut to the current day, 1993. Well, 92, sorry. Cut to 92. Things are going okay. He's, his career's kind of plateaued. Uh, through, from what I could not, I could not find a reason. Him and Miss Elizabeth get a divorce. Sad. Yeah. And then they kind of, they also separate in wrestling, but it's not really like talked about. Like they're not it's really seen happens. together. Kind of happens. It's probably amicable. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the situation. I didn't look into that too much, but that leads us into Raw coming out and he kind of is this commentator and yeah. so that was what he was hired for for Raw he actually wasn't actually hired as a wrestler nice so all he's, the wrestling bits he's doing are all extra he's fun to listen to yeah, commentating. yeah. his voice cracks me up yeah and it's, it's it was interesting to find out that like his character wasn't like this from the beginning it was something that was developed over years like he kind of picked up bits as he went and then kept them nice I think I like Randy Savage yeah no he I mean he's one of those guys who's classic wrestler of going like starting off one way going another going back and forth yeah. like sometimes he's good sometimes he's bad it's it boring if you stay yeah in the same position no, too long and definitely and like i think that just kind of shows he's got range and you know you can see him you can look at him and go yeah he's a bad guy or uh, yeah he's a good guy like, yeah you can definitely see that he has the potential yeah to kind and, of like the anywhere. capability to yeah. be both yeah cool yeah i think i like him at least starting to anyway I hope we get to see, like, more wrestling matches with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we do. Nice. But now we're going to move on to match two of the night, which was the Ugandan giant Kamala versus yeah. Brawler. Yeah. In this one, Brawler, was he the one? He was just basically wearing, like, jeans and a T-shirt. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah. So he comes out, um... 
And I can't remember if he came out first or not. He came out first. Okay. He comes out and it's basically a man just stumbling like he just fell out of a bar. And yeah, he's he wearing looks jeans like, and a torn up white t-shirt. He looks like they just pulled him off the streets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wearing a holy shirt, yeah. jeans. And this match, if I remember, it was just so fast. Yeah, it was very quick. Because Brawler, he he didn't look like he was ready for a match for once yeah. in the outfit. And he was a smaller guy. And Kamala, I mean... The Ugandan giant. Yeah, Kamala. and he was tall. I can't remember what they said. It was like, they. I think they built him at like seven feet something. Maybe. He was big. Yeah. But so does the brawler had a disadvantage. Kind of felt bad yeah. for the guy, but he, maybe if you like put a little more effort. Yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, basically like the giant would kind of stumble around the ring, miss a lot, and then eventually get hit in. Yeah. One of the moves that Kamala did, he did like, a, the. I don't know what they're called, but it's like... When your opponent's, like, in the corner, basically on the ground, and they, like, booty drop on them. I don't know what it is. Okay, so I've been seeing that in modern wrestling. Yeah, And I thought, lot. I was like, oh, that's a newer thing. But no, it's no, like, they've been I don't booty dropping since the 90s. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but he tried to pin Brawler. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brawler was touching the ropes. Yeah. So you can't be pinned if you're touching the ropes. That's how a lot of people yeah. get out of it. Um, but Kamala doesn't know what he's doing half the time. No, seems it like. seems like he always looks he has, at his manager. Yeah, he has like a manager that's just directing him yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then Kamala wins. Oh, yeah. He just like sits on him. Yeah, he's just over it. Like, yeah. But yeah, and then they cut like, they show the manager and Kamala, like, I forget who they were talking to, but they were doing like a little interview. Vince, uh, Vince McMahon. McMahon. They were yeah. talking to Vince McMahon. And yeah, Kamala... He, I don't think he knows what is going on. No, like in all reality, I, I actually just, don't think he knows that he's a wrestler. No, no. I think someone just told him what to do. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, we'll learn more. Hopefully, I guess maybe. But the manager is doing all the talking. To him yeah, like, his name was um something sweet, I think. But yeah, I, might I didn't catch that. Yeah, but they then, said it like one time. The manager challenged a wrestler named Kim Chi yeah. on behalf of the Ugandan Giants. Yeah. So I don't know if that'll be a match coming up soon. But yeah, that was that. It was kind of weird. Really short match. This episode had like four matches and they were all... Was it this one? Or, or it might be the next, next one. one. I, don't, they, they, I don't know. Between both episodes, yeah. there's a lot of matches that felt like they were only like five minutes long. I know the second episode's like all of them are like two seconds yeah. long. It feels like... Oh, I know. This one has the big match. Yeah, yeah. But after that match, they did the Royal Rumble report. Just a recap. Yeah. Yokozuna won. He's going to face Bret Hart. They talked about the debut of Narcissist. Narcissist, Mm -hmm. depending on who you ask. Everybody but Bobby Heenan says it correctly. Yeah. Narcissist. (laughs) And then they talked about Giant Gonzalez. They did officially say his name. Yeah, it's kind of cool that they do that. Like, so back in the day, it's like, well, not everybody... Watch the right. pay-per-view. Yeah, so. it was fun. I, I guess they it. still do it nowadays, too. Love a good recap. Yeah. Um, and then Bret Hart did an ad for IcoPro, which I don't know what that is, but there's banners for it everywhere in well, the stadium. They said it, you can get it at GNC. Do you know what a GNC is? It's like a supplement. Vitamin yeah, store. so I imagine it's like whey protein, honestly. Yeah, but it seems like they're like number one. Sponsor, sponsor right now. Yeah. yeah. And then Randy Savage has his Slim Jim ad, the same one that yeah. pops up all the time. Yeah. Even now. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of put that in the new one. 
and now we are at the match that I think everybody's been waiting oh, for. Oh, man. Match number three of the night for their careers, Ric Flair versus Mr. Perfect. And what a match. Like, honestly, before we get into it, like, this there is... There two commercial breaks during this match. Yeah. I mean, it was long but good, and... It was long and good, like... Well, uh, there's a part towards the end. It kind of gets long in the tooth. It's a little unhinged yeah. at the end. Yeah, and it did not end the way I thought it was going to end. Oh, yeah, that's right. I what just did... assumed Ric Flair well, yeah, would you would win. win. You, you assumed it, didn't you? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's... This is like, um, you know, to kind of like part the veil a little bit. This is when he goes back to the WCW. Crazy. Yeah. But it starts out with Rick coming out in style. Mm-hmm. His song, his flair, his feathery robe. Oh, looking yeah. Looking sparkly. And the bell rings. I think Mr. Perfect was already in the ring. Yeah, we didn't get to see his intro. I noticed that. I noticed the way the commercial breaks were timed. We kind of missed some people's intros. Yeah, so Mr. Perfect was already in there. The bell rang. And for a while, they just stood there standing and staring at each other. Yeah. Like, they didn't know who wanted to start. Yeah, then they do this thing where their hands would interlock or whatever, but they were kept, like... Tapping each other and wouldn't yeah. actually do it. It was it's like weird. neither one wanted to be the one to throw the first punch, but neither one wanted to be caught off guard. Uh, well, I either. mean, right. Well, I mean, this is in theory, you know, a battle for your career. You yeah. don't want to like. You don't want to. You're gonna be right more away. cautious almost. Yeah. Yeah. But Flair finally goes in and corners perfect. Yeah, he. I. I think very early on he threw him in the corner and he started doing his flare chops like yeah. almost immediately. That's like what this whole match was. There's yeah, they so just kind of reversed it before. Well, yeah, I think it was more Mr. Perfect was doing the like wrestler insult of by doing his own moves against him. Yeah. Thing. But this match throughout the whole thing, Bobby Heenan is on yeah. Flair's side and yes. he keeps trying to like give Flair weapons yeah. to use against Mr. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, he does. Like at one point I think he had like a crowbar. It no, a, a hammer. hammer. It was a hammer. He snuck out there and the announcers were like, is he out there with a hammer? What is going on? Yeah, like... And Flair did not take the hammer. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, could you imagine he if... He just bashes him with a hammer on Just like, TV. yeah. Like, like, oh, but I, whenever Bobby Heenan got back to the announcer's table, they were like, what were you doing out there, Bobby? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like... You know, just like, you're on camera. Well, so I have found out Bobby Heenan was one of these, like, manager characters. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, oh, they, obviously. Yeah. yeah. He seems like it. But yeah, so that was just wild. That's first we've seen like super cheating almost come into play. Yeah, like getting the ref to look the other way to do something real bad. Yeah. Yeah. But they chop each other again for a while. Yeah. It's so much chopping in this it match. Is. Um, but Flair got knocked onto the ground. And they were playing with each other's hands at one point, just like... Yeah, so it's they're supposed to interlock hands, and it's a contest of strength of like, you start high... And you're pull low. Oh. And if you're in control, you're pulling down on somebody's wrist. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's painful. I mean, yeah. And you can't let go. Yeah. And the ref was kinda weird throughout this match. He kept Mm -hmm. getting mad and it seemed like he was like on Mr. Perfect's side. It definitely did feel like he was on Mr. Perfect's side. I don't know if there's a backstory with that, but he definitely favored Mr. Perfect. And then they chop each other some more. Well, I believe Ric Flair's known to be a little bit of a cheat, so... Oh, really? Yeah. I well, mean, it kind of yeah, comes up later, we'll so... We'll see it. 
Yeah. I mean, if Bobby Heenan was willing to get give a him hammer. weapons, then like he knows yeah. that yeah, maybe it might not be above Ric Flair to do that. Yeah. Uh, there was a chair that came into play. Yes. Yeah. I don't really remember where Flair got the chair from. If, um, I don't think Bobby no, Mr. 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 Perfect took it. Mr. Perfect was setting it up, and then oh. it, got, it got used against him. Okay, well, the yeah. ref took the chair from Flair. Yes. And then it cut to the first commercial. Yes. Which I don't remember, but I think it was... Just normal maybe commercials. Maybe regular ad break. Yeah. But yeah, that was the first commercial break, and there's like a lot going on already. Yeah. And then they come back, and they're both in the ring. Um, Flair throws Mr. Perfect out over the turnbuckles, and Perfect hits oh, yeah. head on the steel pole. Yeah. And the blood. Yeah. Like, he started bleeding. Yeah. And this is, like, oh, this is when I was like, oh, this is not a normal match. Like It was real. Yeah. And then they're arguing with the ref some more, probably because he is bleeding yeah. all over the place. It definitely got the vibes of Mr. Perfect being like, you know, no, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Yeah. But the ref, yeah, there's just a lot of ref interaction this mm-hmm. match, which is like cool. It's good to mix it up, I yeah. guess. See them involved. And for a while longer, they just keep going back and forth at each other. Yeah. It's a good match, but it's, you know, I mean, it's a long one. It's the biggest match that we've seen so far. So Yeah, on Raw, at least. Yeah. Right? Because, like, it's... I would say this was, like, a uh, pay-per-view level match. Honestly, yeah, it's long enough. But, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. They, they take turns throwing each other into the turnbuckles. Yeah. Chopping each other. Lots more chopping. Yeah. Whatever. I, I think there was a couple ankle locks. It, it does... A suplex at one point. It... it um, I know at one point, Ric Flair at least attempted to jump off top rope and it, I don't think it worked out for him. I don't him. think so. Because then it was like I remember towards the end it would get to where like Ric Flair tries to pin him gets knocked over and then Mr. Perfect rolls on him tries yeah. to pin him and then they just kind of take turns rolling on each other. Yeah so not too much excitement for a little bit but yeah. then it cuts to the second commercial break because this match is just so long. Yeah. And when we come back they're obviously so tired. They've been fighting for a while now. Yeah. Ric Flair looks really old, but we've talked about the 90s age. <laughs> like, we didn't look up how old he might be. Mr. Perfect doesn't look that old. No, they're like, comparatively at least. They're getting tired out. And then Rick has some kind of knuckle weapon. They didn't really look like brass knuckles. Yeah, it was hidden in his boot like the yeah. entire time. Unless Bobby Heenan snuck it in there. I and we just didn't it see it. Him. It looked like it was like a pair of like brass knuckles, but only for like two fingers. Yeah. So Rick is not above cheating. He grabbed him from his boot and then he didn't use them. No, he at did. At first. He, like he, he hid them, but then he did use them. Yeah. I don't know. It was... I think I was just so astonished. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, because he put him back in his boot after he yeah, used Yeah, he put him back. It ref, reminded me of... didn't see it. The, um... If anybody watched the recent Crown Jewel, oh. the whole Logan Paul and his brass knuckle situation, he, like, yeah. hid them in his pants. <laughs> Whatever. But, yeah, they have some intense stare-downs. Flair. <laughs> back with the flare chops. Yeah. Keeps chopping. Mr. Perfect, back with the chopping. Yeah. So much chopping. Flair gets like a burst of energy and runs around, gets on the ropes, tries to jump on Mr. Perfect, and Mr. Perfect turns it around on Flair. Yeah. And attacks him. And Mr. Perfect wins. Yeah, yeah. He just gets like a slippery pin on him and then... Yeah. yeah. And he's so bloody. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Bobby Heenan is so mad. Yeah. He's walking out with Flair. He's, like, yeah. done commentating for the night. Yeah. I mean, the episode's, like, over. Yeah. But, yeah. 
wild. Not what I expected. Not just because I've never heard of Mr. Perfect. Oh, yeah. No, it's weird. Like, it's one of those things. I had also never heard of Mr. Perfect, but then since we started doing the show, you know, we get a lot of memes on our social media yeah. that are wrestling-based. And so there was a recent one was like, who is not in the Hall of Fame, but... Or who is in the Hall of Fame but doesn't have like a lot of championships or whatever. Mr. Perfect. And Mr. Perfect is like the number one person that everybody was talking about. I mean, he beat Ric Flair. Ric Flair is no longer in the WWE as of this point. Kicked out. Bobby Heenan. What does he do after this? We don't know. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But he's really mad. And then they did a quick promo for next week. Yeah. Of Typhoon versus Doink the Clown. Yeah. So confirmed that Doink the Clown is back. He's a wrestler. Yeah. I don't know what to think of it. Well, he's doing the clown. You don't have much to think about. Yeah. I mean, I just don't like him. I don't like clowns. This is, he you know, mean. at this at this point in wrestling, you know, we got the brawler who's a guy who brawls. You got yeah. Earthquake, who's a guy who jumps and makes earthquakes. <laughs> yeah. You got Doink the Clown. Yeah, they, it's all clown. gimmicks. Undertaker. Like, you know. Yeah, it's so Like, good. we all remember Undertaker as this legendary wrestler, but he started off as a bit character. He doesn't even really wrestle. He doesn't have to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but now we're on to the episode two that we watched this yeah. week. Um, Raw, February 1st, 1993. Mm-hmm. It starts off with... Tatanka versus Damian Demetto. I was actually really excited for this because we haven't really seen Tatanka wrestle. Yeah, we just saw the ad for yeah. him. And when he... He was mm-hmm. in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. But I don't think he was in there very long. No, because he, he came in with the giant Gonzalez uh, beef yeah, stuff. Yeah, he came in in that weird midsection where, yeah, like, got kind of boring after. And people got too scared to get in the ring yeah. for a little bit. But no, I think... I kind of like his character. He's yeah. Like, Damian Demetto, I don't understand what he is. Um, I... Th- He's got some... <laughs> teeth thing on his outfit it's that he wears. It's a weird something. fur or feathers. Yeah, I think, I don't, I don't know his whole ordeal either. I don't either. I don't think I like him. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of him. I haven't either. Okay. But Tatanka comes out um, with Damien Demetta already in the ring. Macho Man's back as an announcer yeah. this week. He won. Yeah. He's good. He's got yeah. his hat. He's settled. back in his job. Yeah. So yeah, I guess Bobby Heenan probably yeah. wasn't there. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think because I think Bobby Heenan is supposed to be more of a manager and sometimes announcer. I think next week we might have to do a deep dive on Bobby Heenan because I'm well, like, what's what up? With is, that? What is this guy? I mean, Who is he? <laughs> he's a little troublemaker, right? Uh, something, yeah. But Tatanka is throwing Damien around, which Tatanka's kind of small. Yeah, and Damien looks kind of like a giant. Yeah, I was so, kind of surprised by that. Yeah, not really an even matchup. Yeah, it seems like. Um, but Tatanka cornering, chopping the meadow. I just feel that in the 90s, they love to chop. Like, yeah. we see it now in the yeah. modern stuff, but like, it seems like the go to back then was to just chop, which cracks it. It just looks silly. I mean, I don't know. You know, this is like early on. I say early on wrestling at this point. It's like wrestling's been on like television yeah. since the 50s, but like. But everything evolves, and that was probably just the move of the time. Uh, yeah, like, you know, like. Nowadays, a lot of people do the same, like, elbow drop from top rope. That yeah. was, like, one guy's move back then. Yeah, and, like, clo- clothesline and clothespinning. That that happens uh-huh. a lot back then and now. Yeah. Or, the well, it's, like, a, the spear, which What's is that? the... one uh, Roman Reigns' thing where he runs and tackles well, I've only seen him wrestle once. Yeah, no, but, like, where he runs and then tackles. Oh, okay. That, that's called the spear. Uh in the 90s, there was one guy who did it and did it well. His name was Goldberg. Uh, 
Well, I, other people did it, but that was his move. Now it's like everybody, it's just yeah. like part of it. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Nice to see like the old stuff coming to play yeah. nowadays. It's, it's like other sports, right? Like Tony Hawk, like he invents tricks or whatever. Yeah. And then now, now they're just, yeah, you can do those. Yeah. No, yeah. Just easy things. Not for me, yeah. but other people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this fight's going on. I don't think this one was very long. Mm. Um, this, this almost, is the episode of every fight is like a minute or I two. I there might be like five matches. Yeah, I think this one has like a record of matches in since the first episode at least. Yeah, since we've watched. It's kind of weird. But yeah, yeah, they throw each other around. Um, Demetto almost pins Tatanka pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatanka's currently undefeated, question yeah. mark? I don't yeah, know That was kind of what they are saying, but I think it was like because he's only wrestled like a couple times. Yeah, so we'll learn more about him, I yeah. guess. I, I did... In some of the research, came up across him because I was, you know, kind of curious because, you know, again, this is the 90s and a lot of people were caricatures of other, like, ethnicities or races. But he is but indigenous. Yeah, he is. And, I, you know, he's done a lot of work, so I kind of saw that. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious. I learn more about him, too. Yeah, like, I'm kind of curious about, you know, his path and how he got into wrestling. Yeah. But um, it's not really looking too good for Tatanka at this yeah. point. Demetto, I mean, he's a big guy. He looks pretty strong. Tatanka's a little smaller. Um, Demetto's holding Tatanka down, wearing him out really bad. Um, he's going after his abs. I don't remember yeah. if he was punching them or kicking them. Yeah, because he had, like, back surgery previously. Something. And so, like, yeah. They really are ruthless going after their injuries. <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I thought that was more of a recent thing. And, no. like, I thought there would be, like, a little bit of respect back in that day, but I guess not. Yeah. But Tatanka, um, he comes back, he throws Demetto over his shoulder, and mm. I guess he slams him. Yeah. And he wins. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's Just what I it was kind of, like, concise. Like, they got one good try in each. And... Yeah, so that was pretty good. And then um, a couple, I think the first episode of Raw we watched, they kept doing the ads for the headlock for Hunger. Yeah, they finally had that. Yeah, they had that. They, I guess they raised a bunch of money. Bret Hart mm-hmm. brings out a check for the headlock for Hunger. Mm-hmm. I give it to the Red Cross yeah. for it specifically. $100,000. Yeah. I don't know if that was just on behalf of like WWE. I think so because he said it was about on behalf of WWE the fan, well WWF, but yeah. Oh yeah. And the fans. We're going to say WWE. Yeah, and I don't think we've brought this up, but no. so we watch everything on Peacock. Yeah. All of wrestling ever, except for the current stuff whatever is on peacock yeah and everything says wwf right but the the subtitles will say like wwe so it'll auto replace it and even if it said they say it like world wrestling federation they will replace it with world wrestling uh entertainment yeah and we watch everything with subtitles because who doesn't yeah so it's it's, it's kind of funny. They kind of correct the subtitles correct things. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, but yeah. So on behalf of the WWF, I mm. suppose. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He brings a check out. Brett looks like he came out of a pool. Out of a pool. Oh yeah, no. He, the oil in his wet. No, it's they they put oil in their hair. I know. Yeah. I don't know the reason. It still They're, happens now. Yeah, I don't know the reasoning and but he was like drenched yeah (laughs) but yeah so that was just a side note everyone's always wet um so vince mcmahon is in Mm -hmm. the ring this whole story kind of blew my mind because i didn't know if it was real at first or not okay he welcomes out brutus the barber beefcake yeah and he's been out for a while yeah why has he been out 
he had like facial reconstruction surgery. Yeah. And at this point, I was like, <laughs> is this a bit? Did it used to be a whole different guy? And they were like, oh, facial reconstruction surgery, new guy, just to switch it Can up. Can I tell I don't you? Know. Like, that is such a better story than what actually happened. Because it was a real story, right? Yeah, like, yeah, this no, whole thing he, is had, real. he had a parasailing accident, which sounds fake, but he did like, in he real was, life. He actually almost died. He and, was on the beach or like with a yeah, group. He was, he was helping a friend get set up. And then the, I guess he like acknowledged the guy he was setting up and the driver of the boat thought it was like, go ahead. And his face got like yeah, the caught in the ropes or something. Like, yeah. Slammed into him. Yeah. And his face like, got caught and he got like dragged across the dock or something. Yeah. And I guess it was like near fatal. Yeah. He had to get, like, I, I looked it up because he had, like, it was something like 36 screws and, like, yeah. I can't remember. It's, like, thousands of, like, inches of wire or something. It was a full facial Insane. reconstruction. Yeah. But this guy, like, he seems kind of wild. And I'm excited. He, so he's the barber. He comes out yeah. with, like, a giant pair of scissors. Yeah, shears. Oh, they, yeah. They're really just shears. Yeah, like shears. A, that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, so... I don't know. His character seems cool. But, oh, yeah, back to, like, mm-hmm. so in real life, I guess, like, mm-hmm. when he was out with his smashed skull recovering, mm-hmm. I guess Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. was, like, super there for him. Yeah, no, he was, like, a guy, you know. <clears throat> and, like, Hulk Hogan, that's a name I've always known, but I don't know a whole lot yeah. about him. I know, like, some controversies and stuff, I guess, in the modern day. That That's more of the, that's more, that's Terry. Oh, yeah, that's That's Terry. Life, that's yeah. Terry. Um, but yeah, Hulk guess, Hogan at this time is still, like, known as a good guy tells yeah. you to eat your vitamins and I guess he was like just really good friend for Brutus the barber yeah. beefcake while he was out and he was there like through his recovery and was like one of the first people to like yeah. come see him and stuff and yeah so that, but yeah, that story but, just I don't know yeah. I was like is this real but it was real and the beefcake he's ready to take on anybody anybody said anybody who comes out he will face them he doesn't care who it is yeah and at first i thought he was meant this episode and i was like okay dang like he's ready but they're more it's for next week i believe yeah or for yeah but he didn't call out any specific person he's Mm. just ready to get back in there ready for an incomer yeah he's ready to get his job back on yeah get to fighting and then there's a WrestleMania promo for the Caesars Palace. Because yeah. I guess at this time, that'd be coming up like a couple months from now. It's usually in April. Yeah. I think. It's usually like the first week of April or the last week of March. Yeah. So. Oh, in this episode, I started keeping track of the ring girls. Oh, What their God. signs say. Because, well, this is the first episode that they've said anything other than Monday Night Raw. Okay, I thought so. Because I was like, I would have yeah. noticed these before. Yeah. But this is just a note. In between the first and the second match, um, the ring girl sign said raw in order yes. on one side. So good. And the other side said steak tartare is raw. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, because at least like raw in order is like a play on words. Yeah. But steak tartare is raw. That's just a fact. Yeah, it is. That's what makes it so good. <laughs> also, I don't know how I feel about the ring girls. I'm glad they don't have them these days, I think. Yeah. No. <laughs> But it's too. It, well, even like the referees, it's just very close to boxing. Yeah, because now they wear like ref uniform, like the stripes. Yeah, the white stripes. And in the nineties, they have like a button up with a bow tie. Yeah, which is it see, looks, again, it's it, snazzy. Wrestling or yeah. not boxing? Boxing. I mean. Yeah, looks official, like fancy. I don't know. I don't know it kind of makes it dated. Yeah, not yeah. really though. Um, but yeah, we get into match two, which is. 
Coco Beware and mm-hmm. Owen Hart tag team. Yeah. Their tag team name is High Energy. Yeah, and they are. So it is confirmed. It is. They We're have so matching excited. outfits for a reason. Are, like, <laughs> are we figured up context clues on our own for the first time. Yeah. Smart. Big brain, as big, Ollie would say. Big brain. <laughs> and they are fighting Von Cruz and Iron Mike Sharp. Yeah, they didn't really have a tag team name either. No, they didn't look like they had a gimmick no. really either or anything. This yeah. match was like less than five minutes long. It was, it was. I want to say about three and a half minutes. Maybe to be. if that, but like, yeah, it it was super fast. Owen knocked Sharp, Iron Mike Sharp. I don't really yeah. know exactly what he went by. Yeah. Um, but he knocked him to the ground by kicking him, and. Coco and Owen just have great teamwork. Like, yeah. there really is, like, nothing that happened in this match. They no. just came out and won. Yeah, they just whip, whip butt, if you will. They just, it, yeah. they kept going. Everybody in on both teams have wrestled each other, and yet it was still only three minutes. I mean, it was yeah. a wild thing. But Owen was the one that got the pin. Yeah. So, high energy, Coco beware, Owen Hart wins. Um, super short match. Yeah. And then we see a throwback to Doink the Clown attacking Crush. Yeah, this is our first flashback into Raw. Yeah, yeah. that we've like already seen, so yeah. like we're in it. Yeah. Um, I, they really haven't shown Crush since then? No. He is a wrestler, right? Yeah. Okay. He is a wrestler. I, I've never heard of him. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't in the Royal Rumble or no. anything. No. Well, he got hurt. Oh, yeah, I guess Doink. he did get hurt with so the So he might actually, is, he might just be hurt for a while. Might be out. Yeah. He's not a big enough name for them to go see him in the hospital. No. And then we get to match three right away, which is Doink the Clown versus Typhoon, which we yeah. figured was going to be the main event for the night because that's what they were hyping up at the end of last yeah, episode. And, 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 it, and at this point, we're like, yeah, we watched a couple matches. I mean, they were shorter, so we thought it was just going to be a Another, like, Mr. Long Perfect flair yeah. situation. And I was like, yeah, they're going to really drag out the clown. Yeah, but it was Doink the Clown versus Typhoon, and Typhoon is the second half of that other team. tag team yeah with with earthquake. earthquake yeah yeah just trying to keep it all on track you're, hey you're doing it well, it's a whole cast of characters i know and i think we're learning like the first episode i was like it's gonna take me so long to learn these people no but now it connects pretty quick yeah <laughs> um but doink's music he's a clown it's just creepy carnival music i hate it i hate everything about him it's such very like not we're gonna say this so much but it is very 90s it's just, just be like time. oh it's a clown like yeah. I used to, my mom used to take me to the circus when it would come to town and it sounds so old timey and you would get these books and you would walk around the like arena to get like clowns to sign it. I would cry. Right. And so like, <laughs> I would just do this and I'm like, I've, I think on, I'm like, I just, I'm just going to a grown men and like, can you sign my book? It's literally like all not even a celebrity. No, <laughs> no, I don't know where any of these books are. I couldn't tell you a single clown's name. Like, it's so weird. And they would like have these like diagrams of the clowns. They'd be like, oh, you found them. Like, like they're Pokemon. That's so but they're good. clowns. I love the idea of like the scavenger hunt. Yeah, that. But I, but I don't like clowns. You're you're scavenging hunting people. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Typhoon, he gets just like right into the ring. Like, yeah. 
Just runs up. Just runs and slides care. in. He's ready. He's ready yeah. to get in there. Um, Doink's going ham yeah. on him. He is a brutal clown. Dude, he's psycho. I don't like it. Yeah, he's closer to the Joker than we thought, huh? Yeah, and his outfit, like, he's a clown, so he's going to have a weird clown outfit, yeah. but, like, he has, like, different patches on it. Like, yeah, Swiss cheese. It looks like Swiss cheese. Like, it has, like, a tie printed on it yeah. that looks like Swiss cheese, and then, and like... His back pockets. Yeah, the back pockets. Just little squares of Swiss cheese. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe he likes cheese. Um, but Doink is just holding Typhoon. Um, toy f- Typhoon backs Doink into the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. He, like, hopped on uh, Typhoon's back, and he just kind of does the let me run into the wall thing. Yeah, but Typhoon can take a hit. He's a big yeah. guy. I mean, he's, like, yeah, I mean, Doink's not that small of a guy either. No. Like, you know, you realize how big he is compared to, like, Typhoon, and you know Typhoon's a big guy. Yeah. And so they're both hitting each other. Typhoon mm-hmm. power slams. Mm-hmm. Doink. That's like one of his moves, I think. But then Doink wins. Yeah. He grabbed Typhoon by the tights. Yeah. Wins. He a little a little minor cheat. Yeah. For the little cheaty clown. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't like Doink. I hate him. Yeah. It's not because he's like a bad character. Like I think he's a bad character. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like clowns and It was a super quick match. Yeah. Typhoon looked confused at the end. He did. Well, I mean cuz he was he was pinning him and then he got like a wedgie essentially yeah. and then lost the match to a clown. Like <laughs> I don't That's such a clown move. I know. Like I feel like anybody who loses to Doink has the same face afterwards of yeah. just pure confusion. Whatever. Ugh. And then there was a promo for Saturday, WWF Mania. Which yeah. I still don't really know what that is yet. That's okay. So that's their Saturday morning show. It's essentially. Is it like a recap show? No, or? no. So like uh, before Raw, it's like, it's like a show. Okay. Um, it's like a, but it's never live. Okay. So the reason cool. why Raw is like so special is because it was. Live. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, so like they always have promos for that commercials almost yeah. every episode. But I think this one, um, they did an actual promo, not just a commercial, where they were gonna be like debuting Giant Gonzalez, like yeah. officially. Right. And so this is like where you know, to kinda like talk about the structure of the podcast for a second, but like where we I had to make choices on what we were watching because there's years of mania yeah. before even Raw starts. And like, but then it's like, well, there's years of something else before that. And there's, you know, yeah. you can keep going back further up. So I just kind of had to make a hard decision. Like of we're where definitely, to start. we're definitely going to do raw. We're yes. definitely going to do SmackDown. When yes. It, when that starts NXT unsure about, I mean, that's even years away. Once we start SmackDown, which SmackDown's yeah. years away. It's just going to well. get to be a lot, but once we get yeah. to the modern stuff, I mean, we can space it out more if we need to do like, and we'll figure it out by yeah. then. Right. I don't know. We're still learning. Maybe, you know things will be different like we'll have we'll be such a successful podcast we can hire an editor yeah and i don't have to do it manifesting manifest (laughs) um but oh this part was actually pretty sad because i've always Uh, heard of this guy yeah like just in light i don't know i honestly wasn't even didn't even know he was a wrestler i've just known that name Mm -hmm. um andre the giant Mm -hmm. passed away yeah before this um i think a week before this episode came out so they just did a tribute to him. It was really nice. They did like a slideshow, and every time like a new picture came up, they did like the bell ringing. Yeah. It was very tastefully done. Um, that lasted a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, and then when that was done, there was another ring girl that came out, and this sign said R A W, 
really awesome wrestling. And I didn't catch what the other side said. I, I don't remember. I, I just remember. They're cracking me up. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> this was the first episode they did it. Yeah. And I hope it stays because it's funny. And I'm going to try to track them all. It, like, do they come up with new ones every time? I don't know, right? Because I feel like that's a lot of money wasted on signs. Nah. I know they waste a lot of money on things, but if for some reason, my like logistics brain's like, they wouldn't Back in 1993, they hired someone to make these signs, so a woman in 2023 would laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did a couple ads, commercials, Ica Pro, um, yeah. an ad for their action figures. Oh, yeah. And another Slim Jim yep. ad. Now we get into match four of the yeah, night. I know. And it's, I don't even think this is the last match. This one, Yokozuna's in it. So do you think this is a long match? N- no. no. Well, I don't know. Like, so I was like, oh, it could, it could go either way. No. It could be a short, a long match for somebody just running into a wall for a long time. Yeah, you're right. Do you think they would do that to us, though? Maybe. Match number four of the night. But it was Yokozuna versus Bobby DeVito. Um, Never heard of him. Same. Bobby DeVito was already in the ring. Yokozuna comes out with his whole crew. Yeah. His whole shebang. Does the whole thing. His manager. Yeah. They have Mr. Their, Fuji. their pre-fight ritual yeah, thing flowers. they do. He has a woman with him, too. Two. I don't know if they said their names, or I no. don't really remember what they do. But they, they give him flowers. They are there with him. Or they have flowers. Something. Flowers are involved. There are flowers. He's got a whole... Entourage yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um... Yeah, so they do the whole ritual thing, and I just, I don't think DeVito had a fighting chance at this point, because I mean, oh, what we've no. seen so far from you. Well, and it's also like, you know, they just announced that he's going to fight Bret Hart at WrestleMania. Yeah, he's like going to lose you, right you know, your chances he, of beating him. Yeah, he just won the Royal Rumble, but Yokozuna slams DeVito's head while he's on the ground. Yeah. He throws him into a corner. Runs out, slams into him. I I remember Yokozuna was like moving really fast. He was. It scared me. And Bobby DeVito did nothing. No, he just got like wrecked. But Yoko pinned him on the ground by sitting on him. Yep. And he won. I don't think the jokes were this bad from the announcers as they were the first time we saw Yokozuna. Maybe maybe he's got a little more respect. Maybe I hope so. He deserves it honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he won. That was also, like, less than five minutes. Maybe I, three minutes. I remember, because, like, you know, I was holding the baby, and, like, I think I missed a majority of the fight at first because I looked down at her really it quickly. It was over. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you blinked, and you missed this match. Yeah. Um, but then, I don't really know what was going on at this point. It wasn't really a promo. Yeah. But the Million Dollar Man, <sighs> Ted DiBiase. Yeah. DiBiase. 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 Comes out. Um, and I guess he has a tag team um, with the IRS. Yeah. Irwin RS. I can't remember. Irwin R. Scheister. Yes. And their tag team is called Money Inc. Yeah. I'm assuming they're a tag team. Yeah. They show up together. We they haven't are. seen them fight. They're, or no, they're tag team champions. Oh, yeah. They are. They have belts. And um, they, who's their manager? Jimmy Hart. Yeah. But she's come to our area to Comic-Cons and we're like, oh yeah. man, if he comes back, because he just seems like the guy that would. Like, yeah, you know, make the circuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, local, now, our local I've, Comic-Con always has like, r- I say wrestlers. like one to three wrestlers. Right. And, we, and before we'd always be like, who? Yeah. And, and now, now we're like, like, oh, oh no. no matter who it is, I'll probably yeah. get hype. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he comes out and they are talking about Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah. 
and whether or not they're going to challenge him or want to challenge him or which one of the two is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, b- I believe it finally uh, uh, DiBiase decides that he's going to do it, right? Yeah, he takes up the challenge. Yeah. And um, it's not officialized yet, though. No. I mean, Brutus has to accept it and everything. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so it's, it's, it's you, have to, you have to send the invite, and then you got to accept the invite, and then you got to accept the accept the invite. And then you got to, like, sign contracts. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. But Just that, for a fight. That happened. Um, and then next, Lex Luger. Oh my God! The narcissist comes out. He has a mirror in the ring, like right. just in the middle of the ring. So I remember when I was a kid, one of the many wrestling video games, I would always pick Lex Luger, and I don't know why. And now I'm like mad at myself for it because <laughs> like watching regret. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I don't like the narcissist as a character. He looks like every other wrestler. Yeah, beefed up, oily, <laughs> blonde, looks wet, blonde. He doesn't have a mullet though. He has like shorter hair, but it's not like it's like short, feathered kind of. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, whatever. And at this point, there's another ring girl, and I only caught one side of the sign, but it said, "Why cook at home? We got it raw." Yes, and this I is my that. favorite. This is the sign of the night. <laughs> it's so good. It doesn't really make sense. No, it doesn't. I get the vibe. I mean, you know, it's about cooking. It's a, raw. A little indie window. Whatever. Um, then there is a Mr. Perfect ad promo thing with a football player. Yeah. I don't know what they were promoting. He was from the Minnesota Vikings. There's not promote. He just. Mr. Perfect's out. so good. Because Mr. Perfect oh, throws yeah. a perfect he's, spiral and then catches it. Yeah. Because he's so fast. It was just showing how perfect he Dude, was. Yeah. He's perfect, perfect throw, perfect catch. I don't remember what football player it was. Uh, but he wore, yeah, he played for the Minnesota Vikings. I remember that. Yeah, but it was just a weird, quick little bit. This episode had so much of everything yeah. going on. This in was it. like, honestly, if you, if, if you want to show someone wrestling and you want them to see a lot and everything, this is probably be a good first yeah. early episode. February first, nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, yeah we'll have to admit that. Out. Maybe we'll make like a list of like certain episodes. Yeah, ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, Just keeping a running list. Yeah. Um, and then we get into match number five of the night. Yeah. Five Just, matches. Yeah, I think uh, this might be a record since the first episode. Yeah, and this is Jason Knight, which I never heard of. Never heard of. Versus him. the Narcissist. Yeah. Again, like, I just don't like this this character for him. Not at all. Yeah. And I, I don't, like, Jason Knight was not memorable. Yeah, I cannot picture what he looks like yeah. in my mind. Yeah, it just kind of... Granted, it's been a few days since we watched this, but yeah. like normally reading through my notes, I'm like, okay, it brings it right back. Yeah. I do not remember. Same. Him. Same thing. Like I can just go, oh yeah, that fight, I remember it, but nothing. I just remember him losing really fast again. Yeah. Because I want to say it was like, we at this point were like, oh, a fifth match, paused it to see how much time was left, and it said like three minutes, 50 seconds. Yeah, something like that. It was fast. Yeah. Um, but it starts off with Narcissus getting yelled at by the ref. Yeah. And I don't really know why. I don't know why either. There's a lot of ref craziness. Yeah, and the weird commercial placement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Narcissus smacks Knight to the ground. Knight hasn't done anything. No. Just kind of... not rememberable. Yeah. Um, Narcissus slams Knight around on the ropes. Narcissus wins by holding Knight down um, with his pinky. Yeah. Yeah. He basically, he knocked him out and then put his pinky on him. And yeah. that counted as a pin. Yeah, I don't think Knight got up while we were watching. No. Like, is he unconscious? 
No, yeah, because and then and then because right afterwards, uh, Luger like beats him. Oh yeah, I hate yeah. when they do that. I'm like, you already won. Yeah. give them a break. They need yeah. to go to medical. Like, <laughs> they do need to go to medical. <laughs> that man had a concussion. There like, was something wrong with him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is wild. This episode had so many matches, so many short ones. It was cool. It got a little bit of everything. Believable matches, not believable matches. Yeah. Weird backstory of a guy. Yeah. Yeah, a weird promo with a, a football player. The little memorial for yeah. the Giant. Everything. Yeah. Um, but this, I don't think they showed them on camera. It was like a call-in or just the announcer yeah. talking about it. That Brutus the Barber Beefcake accepts the challenge from um, IRS and the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Ted DiBiase. So I think that's going to be the main event of uh, the next week's episode of Raw. And then it just cuts off. Yep. Just done. And note for this episode, everybody has tassels. I think we yeah. kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah. But, like, I think out of the two episodes we watched, there was yeah. maybe two people that didn't have tassels. Yeah. Well, and then I learned, because just kind of looking at things, there there was a reason for oh, the yeah. tassels. So, like, back then, a lot of wrestlers used it to compensate things. Like, you can hide hits with them you can when you get pushed into a ropes it looks better because your tassels yeah i love it (laughs) yeah it's something to look at right and it's also the reason why like some of their outfits are the colors is because in early days on black and white tv the only way they could get picked up oh yeah you gotta keep it interesting yeah yeah that one ends and one thing that i think we should start doing maybe Mm -hmm. at the end of each episode is saying what we're gonna watch next week yeah Um, so that way they can be prepared yeah so maybe we'll start doing that next week we're learning as Uh, we go i thought of that earlier today well hold on uh we'll we'll cut this up yeah i can just pull it up cut 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 it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, because the sheet is accessible from my phone. All right. Yeah, so next week's episode, we'll be watching two more episodes of Raw, uh, the February 15th episode of 1993 and February 22nd of 1993. Yay, so I'm excited because I'm assuming that's going to be a headliner with Brutus the Beefcake. Yeah, and then Um, whatever drama happens in that episode to lead into the next. Yeah. Yeah, and then this is kind of our road to WrestleMania 9, right? Like, we have about um, a couple more weeks of our podcast, and then we're hitting WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Because I just don't know what's in store. I mean... Because just a couple pay-per-views we've watched, mm -hmm. or the premium live events, Mm -hmm. what they call them now, like... Are just wild. Yeah. So, WrestleMania is like... It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. I mean... So, I'm excited to see what all goes on. Yeah. But, yeah. So, we'll be back next week with two new episodes of Raw. And... Bye! Bye! (laughs)